Hi there, this is Marissa Nielsen, and you are listening to Relationships and Revenue with John Hewlin. This is Relationships and Revenue, the show where real answers come from real discussions about what holds men back in their relationships at home and work. A better bottom line at work means improving life at home. This show is all about helping you become a better entrepreneur and a better man. All right, everybody. Well, welcome back to the show. So glad you decided to join us today. I have a fabulous guest with me, and her name is the awesome, the stupendous Marissa Nielsen. Marissa, how are you today? I am stoked to be with you, John. Thanks for asking me. Thanks for allowing me to be with you and your listenership. Absolutely. Well, again, we're thrilled to have you with us. And for listeners, if you don't know who Marissa is, let me just give you a few of her accolades. Are you ready for this? Have it in my handy dandy little hand here, everyone. Marissa happens to be a coach. She is a speaker. She's a CEO of a seven-figure financial firm. She is a podcaster. She's clearly an entrepreneur, but she has one more title that I bet when I say it, she'll agree with me. It's the greatest title she holds. Mom. You betcha. You got it. <laughs> That's right. Now, the, one of the things that Marissa does in her one of her many businesses is that she helps people design their dream lives. So with that idea in mind, Marissa, tell us a little bit more about you, about your humble beginnings, which I haven't really shared with anybody yet, and how you got to where you are today. Yeah, so I am a, uh, I'm a farm kid from North Dakota. So I grew up uh, picking rocks. If you're a city kid listening to this, this is when you go through the fields and you pick out rocks uh, so that it doesn't break the, break the plow and break the, break the machinery and the equipment that's out there. So there were, I'm, a, I'm a kid of eight kids, and I am the first one of the second batch. <laughs> my mom refers to us like batches of cookies. And then I wonder why I had a weight issue my whole life, right? Uh, so first, first of the second batch, her first husband died of cancer uh, when my older sister was six months old. She married my dad uh, years later, and, uh, and then me, right? Then comes along me. And uh, they had a very... Uh, difficult relationship, uh, very difficult marriage. So a lot of those things that I learned about relationships at a very young age were not great. So I grew up in this household. My mom finally divorces uh, when I'm 14. And, um, you know, we go from massive abusive relationship into uh, poverty, into massive poverty. And Mm so eight kids get carted into town. We move into this two bedroom trailer house and, and mom, mom did the very best she could to support us and and help us through that and it was really tough because the part of the process for mom was seeing her kids suffer and if you've gone through divorce and you've gone through that if you're that person that's listening today I know I know what that feels like because later on in my life I actually went through divorce as well so relationships and knowing how to navigate them and really how to not just navigate them but really flourish in them is a passion of mine so this is awesome I'm, I'm really excited to be with your listenership. So started there, uh, humble beginnings. And uh, my mom said to me one day, we were in this trailer house in freezing cold, no, no heat in the winter in North Dakota. Mm. And she says, um, I look up at her and I said, mom, we're, we're really poor, aren't we? Like we're, we're super poor. And she said, yeah, yeah, we are. 
but you have a decision, you have a choice to make. You can be a victim or you can be victorious. You can be a victim or you can be victorious. What are you going to do with it? And from there on, boom, it was like, okay, I started reading stuff. <laughs> I started hearing Zig Ziglar quotes on if you help enough people get what they want, you can get what you want. Mm -hmm. I, I started the personal development world, all of those things. And, and that started me in, uh, in a financial services career working for my aunt uh, for five bucks an appointment. She would, uh -huh. this is where I very first started in the business world. Nice. If I would set an appointment, it was five bucks. And she gave me $5 and, and said, per appointment, you get $5. And I started, a, I started my career there and uh, went from there. Oh uh, man, I was young. I was like 19 years old. Okay. Uh, and, and so she... <laughs> She said, I, you're, you know, you're really good at the phone side of this. And then she gave me this big stack of books and she said, um, take this big stack of books. Now I have, I, at this point now I am pregnant, married mm. in that order. Okay. <laughs> and, uh, and so broke, I am a broke, unhappy person because I'm living two doors down from my mama's trailer, oh, two doors okay. down in my, in my own trailer house now. And, uh, I looked at, I looked at this baby girl when, when she was born and I said, man, I, I need to give you a good life. And how am I going to do that? And so the you know, business side of me, the entrepreneur side of me was born out of that quote that I heard from Zig Ziglar that said, if you help enough people get what they want, you can get what you want. And I looked around and I said, people are broke. How do I help them? How do I help them get some, get some cash? How do I help them build their life? How do I help them build money? And it really just started to snowball from thing to thing to thing mm. as I did that. So yeah, that was the very, that was the very first start, John. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's great. Well, the way I was introduced to you and the way I know you best is with a separate business you've started much later and that revolves around your coaching that you do. Yeah. And you talk about this whole idea of living life rich. Now, when I say that phrase, I know what comes to my mind initially. And my suspicion is that many of the listeners have a very narrow view of that word rich. So if yeah. you would, would you kind of flesh that out for us? What you mean when you say that? Yeah. So for me to live life rich for, for me and for everyone I know, this is my desire for you is that it would be in all areas of your life. It's not just financially. That's a very narrow view. As you mentioned, that's a very narrow view just to think about the bank accounts and, you know, the retirement accounts and the, and the cash, right? Mm -hmm. But there are other areas of our life to be rich in your relationships, to be, to be rich, to be rich with those primary love relationships your spouse, your children, your mate, uh, your, your, your besties, the people, you, the people you golf with, the people you hang out with, the people you go on vacation with, uh, your relationships, emotionally rich. So for me to love myself enough, for you to love yourself enough, that you invest in you, that you love you and you work on you and you become the best version of you, uh, that's both physically and emotionally in that area, uh, you know, to take care of you. For so many years, I didn't take care of myself. I looked in the mirror and I hated who I was. Uh, it was when I was going through divorce and, you know, I had, I was like 60 pounds overweight. Uh, my, you know, my husband came in one day and he said, man, I, I you know, don't love you anymore. I, 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 I got a new friend, you know, AKA the, the, the secretary. And, um, and now, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm done. I'm peacing out. And I'm taking half your business while we're at it. <laughs> wait, wait. 
wait, 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 wait. I've been, I've, I worked for this thing for 20 years. Are you kidding? So yeah, I, I got really, I got really smart about what to do next. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then another area for me is to become spiritually rich and really think about myself, just not as myself, but be part of something bigger. And, you know, I'm not here to convert people, but I also, you know, I believe that faith is important. Faith in something, faith in, faith in something is important. And it, it, it makes the, it makes the night less dark. Yes. It makes, it makes the day much brighter. Mm -hmm. And when you take the focus off of you and you put that focus on others, Mm -hmm. uh, this is huge. So the four areas of life that I believe people are impoverished in, like you literally sit in poverty, is in emotional, relational, spiritual, and financial poverty. Now we talk about financial poverty every single day. And I will tell you that I've seen, I've seen business owners, I've seen relationships, I've seen you know, mother and daughter and, and father and son and father and daughter relationships and parent and child and all of that be just impoverished because people don't know what it means to live life rich and they aren't intentional in these areas. Mm. So yeah, I started a podcast actually called live life rich to help people develop in these areas because it was, it's so, I'm so passionate. I would, I would literally storm the gates of hell with my water pistols, right? (laughs) Take you out of that place and say, what do you want your life to look like? You know, you're here today. And if, if, if you had your life to live over again, what would you have done differently? And now we don't, we don't, we can't, we don't get a do over button. We don't get that. We don't get a do over button. So now, now the question is right now, today, right, right, right now, today, what are you, what are you passionate about? What, what if, what if you never got another paycheck again? If I just gave you like this unlimited wealth, what would you do with your day? Who would you spend your day with? You know, how would you do that? Who would you serve? Who would you love? And I think there's three questions to ask. They're really simple. The first question is this, is did I live? You know, if at the end of your life, if you can't answer that question, did, I, did you really live? Do, did I really live? Did I really love? Did I put myself out there after absolute horrible heartbreak? Mm. After somebody destroyed me? Yeah. After, after somebody betrayed me, did I put myself out there? And did I, did I, you know, I always say, you know, put on your, put, put on your big boy pants or put on, put on your big girl panties, pull, pull them up and get back in there. Right. Like mm-hmm. my, uh, one of my dear friends used to say to me, rub some dirt on it. Right. <laughs> you got knocked down, rub some dirt on it and get back in the game. And then the third, the third question is, you know, did it matter? Mm-hmm. And do I matter? Right. And I think those are the three questions that people, people get so busy in their lives. Uh, it's very difficult to take a moment and ask the question, did I love? Did I live? Did it matter? Mm-hmm. Did what I do on this time, on, my, on this planet, did it matter? Did I serve someone? Did I make a difference in their life? You know, John, I, the fact that you're even doing a, you know, doing a show like this where, you know, we talk about relationships and revenue two hugely impactful places of a person's life today. It's huge. You're speaking life into people every day. And I, and I think about your listenership today and the men and women that are listening. And here's what I would ask you is no matter where you're at today, you know, is, is that, is that really where you thought you'd be right now? And I think most of the people I coach, I'm a, I'm a money and mindset coach. And so 
most of the people I coach say, no, I didn't expect to be here. I didn't expect this to be my place. And now I look, I, you know, I woke up and I'm 40 or I'm 45 or I'm 55 and I'm, I'm in this place where I, I thought I'd have more. I thought I'd do more. I thought I'd become more. Right. Well, what's stopping you? What's stopping you from answering those three questions and being intentional with just one small action every day that can get you closer to where you want to be? So, yeah, I'm really passionate about how do you live life rich? And, and the world needs you rich. Your, your children need you rich. Your mate needs you rich. Your parents need you rich. The people you can serve as that currency flows through you. And I'm, I'm talking about money, but I'm also talking about other stuff. The yeah. other currency. You cannot give what you don't have. So I get really passionate about that, Sarge. You know what? <laughs> Do not ever apologize for that. You don't. It is part and parcel to who you are. And the world needs more of Marissa. I feel very the world needs more of all of us to be rich. The world needs more John. The world needs more me. The world we need to we need to spread that message. And when you look at your family, when you look at your mate, when you look at your when you look at your workplace today, and you think about the people that you're going to come in contact with today, the question I ask every day, I ask a, a few questions at the end of the night, and which remind me the first thing in the morning of what do I need to be thinking about, mm. and that's who will I meet. Okay. Who, who am I going to meet along the way? I literally look at my schedule. I, I grab my iPad mm-hmm. every morning and I know who I'm going to meet. And, I, and the next question I ask is, how can I add value to them? Yes. yes. How, can I, how can I make a difference in that person's life? And it could be something small, like bring them their favorite coffee mm-hmm. or yes. give them a note that says, hey, you know, keep going or find a book that they love or invite them to lunch that day. Mm. And even if that lunch is Burger King, 99 cent menu, whatever, like do something, do something that shows them that they matter. I just read a, I read a, a post this morning about a dear friend of mine who had lost a friend to suicide mm. and the world is bleeding out. They're bleeding out because they don't know how to live life rich. And we see stuff on Instagram and we see stuff on Facebook and we see these images of perfect people and we don't have that life and we go oh crap that's not me and so my life doesn't matter you matter you matter if you're listening to this show today it is not by accident that you found john it is not by accident that john is speaking into you it is not by accident and and i believe that 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 things aren't coincidence I believe that nothing, nothing, nothing just happens. So the people you come in contact with today, that was predestined. That was a time when you have an opportunity. So who will I see? How will I serve them? Mm -hmm. And what did I learn from them? So every person that I meet along the way throughout my day, I'm asking the question, what can I learn? Yes. How can I be better from that interaction with them? Absolutely. Well, Listeners, I don't know what to tell you, but we still got more to cover, but we could stop right now and we'd be digging through this for weeks on end. Just, I know for me, on my own personal level, everything that Marissa shared so far, I'm just, I'm trying to, I feel like I'm being fed through a fire hose in my face right now, <laughs> trying to lap it all in. <laughs> you can't really do it. And she's barely scratched the surface. That's what's so amazing. Um, so she mentioned earlier her podcast, Live Life Rich. I can't recommend that highly enough. I'll be sure to include that in the show notes so you guys can click on that and find her because I guarantee you listening to her, it's going to change your life. If you Mm. just 
listen to what she has to say and just consider it. I'm just talking about, I'm not even talking about implementing. I'm just saying, consider the things that she's saying. Your life's going to change for the better. I have no doubt about that. Absolutely none. Because there are, I listen to lots of podcasts, as you all know, but there are certain ones I never miss. Hers is one I do not miss. I get oh. notification every time it comes up and I listen to it the day it comes out. Every time. Mm. There are a few others. Craig Rochelle's leadership podcast comes out once a month. I listen to it every time it comes out. Forgetting the fact that he is my pastor, but it, the fact that he's a pastor has nothing to do with his ability in leadership. He's an unbelievable leader. Yeah, yeah. And there are a few other ones that I listen to that we've talked about before. But. Yeah, I love that. <clears throat> I love that podcast, actually. Um, the leadership nuggets that are in there. If you're, oh, if you're in business or you want to grow your revenue stream, that's a great podcast. The other, you know, the, you get paid by the value you bring to the marketplace. Yes. And the more, value you, the more value you bring and the more value you give, the more value you give, yeah. that's the key. And it's recognized over time. So you don't have to, you don't have to fight for that. I hear, I hear this happen a lot because I do a lot of business coaching. And, um, you know, predominantly, I would say there's about a, a about a 50-50 mix of men and women business owners that I work with. And in that personal and prof professional development space, you know, I would share with them, you don't have to fight for it. It will come to you as you become the best version of you. As you work on yourself and what you love, what you're passionate about is not by accident. You need to pursue full on every day what sets your soul on fire so if you're good at mechanics you want to learn everything you can about that you want to be the person that's the trusted advisor in your town that runs the mechanic shop if you're good at running the donut shop or you're good at running that retail shop um john told me one time that he has uh, chocolate covered strawberries is that what you said i did, did i hear that right Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, uh, I just want to say, John, I've not yet tasted those yet. And I do believe as an entrepreneur, a taste and see makes good sense. It does. I <laughs> that, agree. I've, I've done it many times. Yes. <laughs> I'm having a little fun. <laughs> having a little fun. But, but they'll, they'll taste and see you every day yes. when you show up in your best version of you. So if you plug yourself in early in the morning to something positive, to something encouraging, to something that grows your leadership, to something that grows you as an individual, people will automatically recognize it. I don't have to promote myself. I Literally, I don't have to promote myself. Others will promote me as I serve them. Yes. Because when they, when they leave with a feeling like she saw me or he saw me, when they leave with a feeling that, that said, he listened to me, mm. he really listened to me, he heard me, mm. he heard all the stuff that was behind the mask. Right. And, and, you know, we all wear a mask, every, every one of us. If I didn't, <laughs> I, I'm wearing a mask today. I showed up with makeup, John. I'm a girl. I, was, <laughs> I like, you know, I didn't. I'm, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> It's true. It's true. John is not wearing a mask and he is not wearing makeup. This is good. Uh, you know, you, you look at that though, but I think there is a, there's a social mask that we wear and sometimes we're bleeding out behind the situation right now. You know, the world is in just total chaos. It's in chaos with uh, so many things and the world needs you to live life rich right now. The world needs you rich 
right now. The world needs you focused on your personal growth, your development right now, because it's bleeding out around you. And we're looking for voices of reason. We're looking for voices of peace. We're looking for voices of hope. We're looking for voices of service. And when you look at the world around us today and you see what COVID has done, when you see what social distancing has done, and then you saw all the madness that's happened really around the world with that. And then you see what's happened in America, if you're listening to this podcast in the United States today, and you see what's happened just in total division, Mm. division of who we are as human beings. Here's what I know. We all bleed red, baby. We all bleed red. I've got friends that are African-American. I've got friends that are Asian. I've got friends that are from foreign countries. I've got friends that are, are white. I've got friends that are Native American. We all bleed red. We're all human beings. We all want the same things. We all want to be loved. We want to be loved by someone. And we want to be mattered. And we want to, we want to be in a place where we know that we mattered. And we want to know that we matter to someone and they matter to us. Absolutely. And we want to provide more for them. You know, John, I know you've got, you've got kids and, you know, what a great dad he is. I watch his social media posts. I'm not stalking you, I promise. <laughs> and, and I watch his social media posts and I see him with his children and just who he is as a dad. And they're looking to you as a model. Mm. Your employees are looking to you as a model. Your coworkers are looking to you as a model. How will they react? Are they chaotic? Or are they in control? Mm. And self-discipline is self-discipline is a huge thing for me. I, I talk about this. You want to get rich? Get some de- get some get some discipline. Mm. You want to get rich? Get some daily discipline. What do you do every day? I talk about it in my in my daily dues. I have a whole system for this of daily mm. dues. But in my daily dues, I start with my head in the morning. And you know, my favorite book, my favorite book says, think on these things, whatever is good, whatever is lovely, whatever is noble. Yeah. Say what the book is. Bring it. Yeah. So, so my, my favorite book, this is my, this is my best leadership book. If you're looking for the best leadership book you can ever find, Mm -hmm. it it truly is the Bible. It, it. It truly is. Even if you're not a person of faith, there are nuggets inside of there. When you listen about how we treat people. Yes. How we, how we interact with one another, how we save, how we plan, how we create, how we grow, how we interact, all of those things, mm-hmm. how we protect our mind. And one of the areas that I speak on a, a bunch is it starts with putting on the helmet. If you want to grow, you got to put on your armor. Mm-hmm. And this is, I think, is harder for men than any other place today, in any other time. Today, it's harder for men than ever, any before because we've, we've lost the lines of men being men and women being women. Oh. And, and we can't, you know, women, we can't show the vulnerability because then we're weak. Right. And we feel like we're going to be taken advantage of. Right. And, and men can't even give me a compliment today without like- going... Oh, it's sexual harassment. I mean, it's exactly. there's a lot to that. I mean, if you unpack that, I and mean, that's a that's a whole other show in and of itself. But oh, it is. I just feel like, man, I have a son today, and he's like, you know, as I'm as I'm talking with my 23 year old son, I'm having these conversations about how to be a man and how to be vulnerable and how to how to have pillow talk and be a great dad and how to you know how to be both. And it's so difficult. And then how to provide. Because we've lost, we've lost some of those things in the generation that my grandparents grew up in. Mm-hmm. The roles were very, very clear. You go to work. You stay home and raise babies. I bring in the bacon. You fry it up in the pan. <laughs> now, 
right? Oh, yeah. Real thing. That's a real thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, and, yeah. And now the roles are so reversed that people don't know even how to be who they were meant to be. Oh. And it's so challenging. And I, I, my heart pours out to them because you, there's so many pieces for a man to compete with now today. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I think, you know, as a, as a woman in the marketplace, even how I support my male employees, I've got many male employees today mm-hmm. and I want to elevate them. I want to educate them. I want to, I want to help them through that process. I want to empower them as, as much as I want to empower my female employees. And so how do we make money in that process? For mm-hmm. me, I start with something with, uh, in my business, I always do the disc. And so if you haven't uh-huh. heard of the disc, uh, the, the disc is awesome. Uh, so if you haven't done the disc, you want to find a disc trainer. You want to, you want to find out where you're at. It will, it will help you in relationships and it will help you with your revenue. Absolutely. It will. Yes. Yeah. It'll grow both. Where are you at on the disc, by the way? Have you done it? Have you done oh, it? Oh yeah. I know yeah. you've heard of it, but. I am. A, I could ask you what you think I am, but I won't do that to you. I won't put you on the don't spot. Put me on the, don't put me on the spot, man. I, Come on. I won't. I, I am a high D and a high C. Oh. Okay, yeah. there you go. I saw the D. I, I wouldn't have seen the C yet because we haven't spent yeah. enough time together. Well, but. I hadn't, hadn't really been able to share more of the detail-oriented side of me. When you were talking about being able to pick up on the cues that you get from people about ways to support them and help them, bring them their favorite coffee, that sort of thing. Anybody who isn't a C will not catch that. Yeah, and yeah. That kind of stuff. If there's any C in you at all, you see it. You do. And <laughs> it goes in the memory bank and it's locked in. And at some point, you bring it back out. My grandma used to say, uh, the proof is in the pudding and the devil's in the details. And so, <laughs> True. so yeah, it's, it, it's, those, it's those little things that count in your relationships. And, you know, several years ago, um, I made a promise to my, my former fiance, who is now my late fiance. He died of cancer in 2016. And, and literally just a few days before he passed on Christmas Day, he I was praying over him and I was just like, please, God, you know, just heal him, just heal him. And I'm going someplace with this, John. I believe it. Um, But I I was praying over him to heal him. And he lifted my face in his hand and he said, you know, baby, you keep praying for a miracle. But I already got my miracle the day that I got you. Mm -hmm. I found my faith and I have a family now who loves me. Um, I know where I'm going. And so, what I really need from you is just one thing. And I'm like, anything, anything. You could ask for anything. And he said, I need you to live. Mm. I need you to really live. I know, I know you love me, but I don't want you to spend five years in a bottle or lay in your bed after, after all of this. I want you to live. I want you to go out and live. Be who you were born to be. And it fuels me. So, you know, when I talk about the proofs in the pudding, I'm going to talk about what's in your pudding. What fuels you? Yeah. What fuels you? What, what is that thing when you look back on your life and you go, I need to do that. I need to become that. I need to serve that. I need to. And it, it started me on a path, on a journey to Costa Rica to start a foundation and open sewing schools for women. Not that I can even sew on a button to save my soul, <laughs> but to change the world. But I think it's not just about changing the world in a foreign nation. It's about changing the world right where you're at. And you can change the world today. You, right now, you who is listening, that passion, that thing that's put inside of you, you can change it with your wallet 
and you can change it with your world. You can change it with your world being who you are, the way you add value and serve. So whether it's, hey, I'm the guy that brings in the coffee once a week, or I see a need in my community. I have a neighbor right next door. I can never get that stinking lawnmower. Like I can't get my lawnmower started to save my soul. I just I hate that thing, that little pull thing. Yeah. Hate that thing. <laughs> my lawnmower is, a, is my arch nemesis. And my neighbor adds value to me every single day. And every single day he waves to me and he's like, hey, is there anything I can help you with? I'm good. Good to go, Jay. Good to go. All good. And, and, he, and he comes over and he just mows my lawn. He does it when he's doing his lawn. And, what a great guy. And yeah, just, just helps me out. Just, you know, it is what it is. And so, you know, I think about that with our world around us because we think it's got to be something really, really huge. But I really do believe that small actions over time lead to great change. Absolutely. So yeah, that's a, that's a a definite passion. I want to speak that into you today that, you know, when you look around the world around you and you say, how can I serve? How can I add value? You, where your, where your focus goes, your energy flows. And so if you focus on the cruddy things that you're going through right now and you focus on how much you don't have in your bank account and how your business is struggling and, you know, how maybe the relationships are not what you want and maybe even how your spouse or your mate does not look at you the same anymore. Mm -hmm. And that happens. I was married for like 20 years. It was like like 20 years. And I remember a time when I just looked at him and I was like, I... I'm going to stay married because I took a vow, but neither one of us were happy. It was awful. And now I think back and I was like, all the things that led up to that in our relationship that never had to happen (laughs) and never, that never had to happen. And, and we, you know, I don't know, John. No, no, no. I know exactly what you're saying. (laughs) I tell people this all the time. If I knew 15 years ago, what I know now, I don't think I'd be divorced. My divorce was completely preventable, completely, as I think most are. Yeah. Truly, I do. Um, You mentioned something a little bit ago, just about how to add value to people. But I know sometimes, and I know for certain there was a time in my life, and I was like, that sounds great, John, but how do I do that? Uh, The way that I try to help people is I talk about it in terms of their pain. Because I have found this to be true. If you will allow it, your pain can become your purpose. Yes. So the pain of my divorce is how you and I are even having this conversation, how I even have this show today. Truly, that's what it is. So in essence, what I'm telling the listeners and by proxy myself, that is And always remember, listeners, anytime that I'm saying something to you, it's like pointing a finger at somebody. Always remember, there's one pointing at you, but there's three pointing back at me. So that's important to remember. But having said that, when you think about what's going on in your life and areas that you want to change, that's probably a pain point. Pay attention to that, but don't stay there. Don't leave it there. Redeem your pain. Because it is redeemable. There is a way through it. I will never tell you there's a way to go around it, over it, or under it. I can't think of a scenario where you don't go through it because you're changed in the process. And isn't that the goal? 
in order for me to become the person I was created to be and for you to become the person you were created to be, there's some crap we got to go through. Now, some of it is our fault. We did it to ourselves. But that doesn't mean that isn't going to get us where we need to be. Where we need to be, we don't, it's not a straight line there. It's a big squiggly all over the place, down, backwards, upsides, and eventually we get there. But we're better, hopefully, when we get there because we've learned a ton along the way, which is why I'm here with all of you today, which is why I bring on fabulous guests like Marissa to be able to share what she's experienced, what she's doing now to be able to help people, to be able to help you get to that point. That's why we're doing it. So that's part of me bringing value to all of you because I care. If I didn't care, I would not do this. If Marissa didn't care, she wouldn't waste her time, first of all, being here, let alone doing her podcast, doing the coaching that she does. She would just be focused, you know what? I'm just gonna do my thing in my financial firm and we'll worry about, we'll help people make money and that's all we're gonna do. She does way more than that because those other things fill her soul. Right, and right. that's what's important, filling your soul. Um, one of the things that, that I've talked about on here, I talk about the F5 framework. You guys have heard me talk about that before. One thing I'm going to introduce today that nobody knows, I'm going to actually add a sixth F to that. Just so you know, Marissa, the, the previous five were fashion, fitness, food, friendship, and fun. Five areas where men struggle, especially after they get married. I added a sixth one because I heard an interview the other day with, of all people, Mario Lopez. I know that may sound like a weird thing, but I actually heard one and I heard him talking about the exact same things I was saying, but he added an additional F in there and you would think I would have, but it was faith. Uh, yes. And so I loved how you put that earlier when you were talking about faith and folks, my job on here is not necessarily to convert you to my way of doing things when it comes to faith. Now, if any of you want to know more about that, you need, you know me by now, I'm more than happy to share and I will. And I'll tell you where I was and how I got to where I am now and how, what a difference Jesus has made in my life. You guys know that I am a Christ follower. I make no apologies for that, but I don't go out of my way to make that known on this show because that's not what the show specifically is about. So it impacts who I am. It's a part of who I am. It penetrates every part of my being and how I do business. Right. But my job in the show is to try and help you improve your relationships. I think faith is a part of that. So I love the fact that you brought that up. So that's why I'm actually extending it, making it now my, my F6. And believe it or not, the F5 came about when I, we're in uh, uh, tornado season. And so supposedly F5 is like the worst tornado there is, the strongest one. I actually read about a sixth They've actually raised it up. So there is a sixth. So the fact that this faith can come in and I can tie it in with the strongest tornado possible. I don't know. Feels like a God thing. Not, was not planning on talking about this at all today. Seemed like an appropriate time to do it. And it's not even going to get edited out. So. Yeah. Cool. I love it. I love it. You know, I think it's, it's huge what we've gone, what you go through when you look at those stepping stones. And I have a, I have a wins book. And my wins book is the, the things that I go back to and I think about who did I serve? How did I help them? Did I, did I make a difference for them? And yeah. when you can, when you, so I, I would say it just a little bit differently about turning 
my pain into my passion. You know, I'm passionate about serving people right now. Um, I'm passionate about people say, well, you, you work with a lot of married couples. Yeah, I do actually. I, mm. But you're divorced. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I hear that. Because, mm-hmm. because, because I now know what not, you know, that show, what not to wear, mm-hmm. what not to wear. There was an old show on, on, um, on Nick, I think it was on Nickelodeon, but anyway, there was a show, what not to wear. And they would take this person who had really funky style and never wear that again, kind of stuff. <laughs> and, um, and they'd be, and then they'd dress them up and they'd take them to New York and they'd style them out and, and they'd, they'd look amazing and they'd style their hair and they would do the whole thing. And, and people would walk in and they'd have this whole new, they'd put on the, they'd put on the new armor. Mm-hmm. They would, they would take off, they would take off what was their old and they would put on the new and they walked different and they spoke different and they carried their head differently. Everything about them after they went through the experience was different. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we can, we can choose this in our own world too. When you've gone through pain and you've gone through betrayal or you've gone through bad stuff or someone's hurt you because it's going to happen. Like nobody, nobody gets to tiptoe through the daisies in Beaver Cleaver world and get out of this life unscathed. Just newsflash, doesn't happen. <laughs> right? Right. So if you can turn your pain into your passion, I am... I'm passionate about bringing people out of poverty because I was in poverty. I am passionate about you helping build a business because I almost lost mine. Yeah. I am passionate about making sure your employees still get a paycheck when they come to work tomorrow. Mm. I am passionate about making sure that your, your children know that they're loved because I grew up in an abusive household. I am passionate about making sure that my primary love relationships know today. I'm passionate about those relationships knowing today that no matter what, I got your back and I love you. You are part of my tribe. You're part of my posse. You're part of my people. And I will not let go. I got you. Absolutely. I will, I will hold the line. And so if you, can, if you can think about what you believe in and really focus on that, your belief will drive your behavior. Your, your belief will drive, I don't want you to miss that. Your beliefs drive your behavior. So if you believe that everybody's out to get you, they're out to get you. If you believe that there's a better day today for you, for your marriage, for your business, for growth, if you believe that, if you believe that your relationships can get better with your kids, they can. Yes. If, if, you, if you see in them only crap, you get crap. Mm-hmm. And if you see in them something beautiful, where your focus goes, your energy flows. If you can focus on the one thing, this is the part that pains me so much in the world today. We focus on what divides us. We focus mm-hmm. on what, you know, even in, even in, it happens all the time in like faith-based community, like drives me out of my gourd, out of my mind. Denominations drive me out of my mind because we believe we're in the right denomination. We believe we're the right, we're, we're the, we found it. <laughs> you know, we're the right faith. And, and if you look at the root word, it's division and we've divided homes, we've divided marriages, we've divided businesses, we've divided partnerships, we've divided relationships with our children. Mm -hmm. We've divided one another. If you can just focus on the 1%, the one thing that you might be able to agree about, Mm -hmm. or the one thing that you're good at, when you think about developing your world, everybody gets one gift. You have at least one gift. 
you get at least one. Everybody gets one. You have at least one gift in you. And I would say if you could really think about life differently from the standpoint that life does not happen to you, it happens for you. My divorce happened for me. Mm-hmm. My Didn't feel like it at the time. Oh God, it's horrible. No, <laughs> horrible not at the time. But later you learn that it yeah. happened for you. Yeah, I've to helped turn it into something that could be useful not only to you but to others. Yeah, yeah, and I've helped more people. Uh, not that I'm a proponent for it, right? Because I'm actually I've talked more people out of getting divorced than than saying you know Good. it's your decision, right? Cool. Talk more people out of that. Mm-hmm. But I I've helped more people through it that are are in the they're in situations where they need to get out where it's abusive or it's bad or it's not good you know in that way. Um, so, you know, thinking about, thinking about that, if you can turn your pain into passion and you can focus on the one thing that you, you know, you've learned from it, you know, I never lose. I, you know, they say sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. Mm-hmm. No way. Absolutely. That is not my story. That may be somebody's story, but it's not mine. I'm not buying that. I'm not buying that book of crap. I'm not buying it. Mm-hmm. Here's what my book says. Sometimes you win, sometimes you learn. And I'm going to learn from yep. those experiences. Absolutely. I'm going to learn. Well, and I so, would yeah. take it a step further and say, you can still learn in the winning. Yes. So you're yes. always learning both. no matter what. So you may not always be winning, but you're always learning. And anybody you come in contact with, you can learn something from. Even if you yeah. think you despise that person, there's something in that person you can learn from. You may learn something yeah. about what not to do yes. or not to say or how to be. So you can learn something from everybody. You know, my, my children are different on the disc than I am. Uh, and I'm a, I'm a high D, high I. High D, high I. would I. never have guessed that. I know, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> I like to have fun. I have, a, I, have a, I have a, you know, we have a statement that my girlfriends and I say whenever we go out. And that is, it's not a good night unless you got a good story. <laughs> so <laughs> we, we, bring, we bring the fun factor. We're going to have some shenanigans. It's going to be fun. Okay. And so my children, I've got a, I've got a high S C daughter. Yeah. So complete opposite of me. Oh yeah. So, and then I've got a, I've got a high S I. And so, you know, I interesting combination. Yeah. And I process and then I got a DC. So I got a DC. (laughs) I, one of my, one of my kids is you, John. And so as I'm processing this and even how I speak to them in my relationships with them, mm-hmm. this has served me extremely well at work uh, in my businesses today. I hire based off of this. I nice. hire based on you know, putting people in the right position so that I can set them up for victory, so I can set them up for success, so I can set them up for where they want to be. So if you're a business owner, I would tell you this is huge for your business. But um, in my in my primary love relationships you know my 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 kids come first and in my in my kids relationship with them it took me many many years of struggle i would just you know it was like yeah like you know why can we not get this and for you know i'd say it's time to go to bed and she'd be like well i don't understand why i have to follow your rules like you know what yep. i will lock you in the damn closet get to bed who do you think you are i'm a d <laughs> I'm a D, like, you know, I didn't That's do right. that for all of the people that are listening right now. You can't report me. It was many years ago, whatever, but I'm teasing. I'm just totally teasing. <laughs> but you know, 
we would just bump heads and we would just bump heads. And mm-hmm. I would say something that in no way would I think would be bad for that relationship. And I did it all the time in my marriage. Mm. Mm-hmm. My husband was an IS. I was a DI. So we met on, on fun factor. Right. But when it came to discipline factor or to different oh, things uh-huh. there that were, mm-hmm. yeah. And, and he's, you know, you know, it just, it's, it doesn't even occur to him that we should, you know, look at our finances before we write a check, you know, it doesn't even occur to him. <laughs> right. And for me, I'm like, what did you do? You know, like, <laughs> and people who say stuff like retail therapy, I think, I think retail therapy might be the, the two most dumb words I've ever heard. Retail therapy, don't do that. That's what broken, happy people say. Broken, happy people use words like retail therapy. Mm. These, these are, you know, these are people who could never afford to go on vacation because, you know, they spent it at Walmart on junk they can't remember, you know. So I just, I have moments like that. But we, in, in relationships now, I've learned to hold my tongue mm. mm-hmm. because of DISC. And I've heard, I've learned to listen behind what are they saying and how can I communicate that differently? And I do it in my business partnerships. I own several businesses today and in each one of those partnerships, really being aware, really being aware of that has been a a huge served me well. So yeah, there's, there's a lot, there's a lot to unpack with, uh, with that particular area when it comes to your relationships and how it will absolutely affect your revenue Mm. and how you can help more people get what they want, which in turn helps you get what you want. Oh yeah. Wow. Listeners. I, I don't know if you're going to be able to to grasp the gravity of the things that Marissa is saying. This is an episode that I'm going to suggest for you now that you listen to it multiple times. And on, (laughs) on top of that, pen and paper in hand, taking notes, the journals we've talked about taking notes in your journal about the things that she said today is going to be so worth your time. It's going to make a difference. Um, I promise you some of the things that Marissa talked about at the beginning of her day, while she did say she looks at her iPad on some of those things, I promise you she's also writing stuff down because it, yes. there's very clear scientific evidence between the things you write down and the things you remember. It's unfortunately our kids today, and I, I don't mean to go off on a tangent on this, but <laughs> in, in an effort to try and be so up to date, we've made our kids dumber because they're so focused on these laptops or these iPads or whatever it is that they have and their textbooks are there versus a physical book next to them where they're actually physically writing out notes where it helps implant it in their brains because I know for me when I write stuff down the way my particular brain works I remember exactly how I wrote it on the page exactly how it is and so if someone asks me about it I can either say it or I can write it back down again the same way. So very long-winded way of saying, listen to what the woman's saying. She's not only making sense, she'll help make a difference in your life if you'll write these things down and go back to them. On top of that, your personal relationships and your business relationships, share this information with other people. It's, it doesn't do you any good if you keep it to yourself. Right. You've benefited from anything that Marissa has shared today. You have to share it with other people. You have to. The only way our world is going to get any better is if we improve our relationships at home, which in turn helps us to have better relationships at work. The way we do that is by improving ourselves first. 
And this is just another step in that process. So I've got a, I got, I have a great step for that actually. And it's, Please, it's how it. I have run. It's, it's really how I've run my businesses, how I've increased revenue over time in my life. Uh, but really it's how I've lived life rich and it's how I have helped other people get rich. And when I, when we, you know, we talk about the world needs you rich, this one particular area that I learned many, many years ago, um, if you apply this, if you, if you apply this to what, whatever podcast you're listening to, whatever new growth journey you're on, whatever new business idea you have, whatever it is, I use this and I do it in a notebook every single time I'm, I'm learning. And I do it every, literally every day. So as I go through the day, you know, I ask about those questions, like, who will I see? What will I learn? How will I serve them? One of the things that I apply is ACT, A-C-T, the A-C-T. Now, if you've not heard this before, please write this one down. Put it on your bathroom mirror, ACT. And the A stands for apply. What did I learn today that I need to apply to my life? So if you heard something in this podcast and you say, oh yeah, how do I apply that? Yeah, I need to start my day first thing in the morning with this, or I need to end my day with the self-evaluation process. Mm -hmm. Or what do I need to change? What's something I need to change? Maybe I need to change the way I look at things. You know, my belief drives my behavior. So do I really believe that, that I am... I'm not worthy? Do I really believe that I'm not enough? Do I really believe that I can't? Do I believe that everyone really hates me? Do I really believe that I'm not, that I'm too fat, too short, too ugly, too tall, too skinny, too blah, 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 fill in the blank? Do I really believe that? What do I need to change in my thinking? So the A stands for apply, the C stands for change, and the last one is the T. And that's what, who do I need to teach or train this mm -hmm. to? Because it will solidify everything we're talking about. Yes. So share the idea. As John was talking about, share that idea. Teach or train it. And if you use the ACT every day, every day you will get 1% better in your life. At the end mm -hmm. of one year, you will be 365% better. Sweet. At the end of one year, you will be 365, you will be 365% more productive, more better in all, more better is not really a word, but you know <laughs> what I mean? Like I get really excited about this and I'm like, wow, this is so good. So use the ACT, use the, use that process of how will I apply it to my life? What do I need to change to be where I, from where I am to where I want to go? And what do I need to teach or train to mm -hmm. someone else? Absolutely. So, yeah. Oh, and I know we're running out of time here, John. So, yeah. I, yeah, there you go. All right. Um, before I get to our final four, which our listeners are very familiar with, um, is there anything else that you want to share or anything that you want to plug? Because this is the perfect place to do it. You bet. Hey, thank you, John, for the opportunity to do that. I have, I have a course coming out. I'm going to have a uh, webinar here in the next few weeks. If you hop onto my podcast, I'll be advertising it there. But I have a, a webinar coming out here in June that is going to be called Bulletproof Your Business. So if you're a business owner today, I coach, teach, and train business owners all over the United States today on how to maximize their business. And there are, uh, there's a course that goes with this, but I'm going to do a a live webinar, a free webinar on some of those key tips on what are the three things that you must do today to grow your business. You must do it right now in this environment today to grow your business. And what are the three things that you must do today to make your money make money? You've, okay. got to, you've got to get your money to control. Like you've got to get your money in that place where you say it's going to flourish and make your money the best employee you've ever had. Not you, not you, not your employees, 
not your assets, but make your money the best employee you've ever had. And I'm really passionate about putting that money to work, knowing what the strategies are, knowing what the questions are. And there's, there, it's just going to be fire packed. There'll even be a free download that'll go with it with a little workbook that you can follow along. Because okay. I want to give massive value at this time when the world has just been on fire with uh, massive financial issues for so many people's homes, uh, both personally and professionally, people are struggling. And I told my team, I said, we're going to give it away. And they were like, uh, we don't really do that. <laughs> we do now. We do now. These are unprecedented times. We do now. That's the, we're doing it. So we're going to do a webinar on that. And, um, and then the other thing that I've got coming out is you know, there are some times when people go through relationships where it's, it's just bad and they may be in a place where it's, they need that divorce checklist. They need to know what do they need to put in order. And they've made the decision as a couple, Hey, we're, we're just moving forward in this way. Um, there's kind of two parts to that. The first one is a divorce checklist and the, the other one is an aftercare. So you've gone through it. Maybe it was a year ago. Maybe it was two years ago. Maybe it was three years ago. And it's the world needs you rich now. Mm. in these areas of your life. And they need you rich, rich emotionally, relationally, spiritually, and financially. And I've got a checklist on how to do that. It's aftercare. It's much like when you leave the hospital and, and they give you this big old packet of paperwork after you've gone through surgery. Yeah. And that's kind of what it feels like if you've ever gone through you know, a bad, bad thing. <laughs> kind of feels like your guts got ripped out and, and now you've got all this after pain <laughs> and you got to deal with it, right? Yeah. yeah. So I'm not going to give you Dilaudid or whatever morphine or whatever they give you, right? I'm going to give you the aftercare. What do you do now? Mm-hmm. You were flying duo and now you're rolling solo. Right. Now what do you do? Because uh, I see people jump into stuff after divorce and mm-hmm. after relationship breakups or someone has died and they're not, they're not well. Right. They're not well, they're still bleeding and nobody's helped them with aftercare. And so I want to help people with aftercare. I have turned my pain into passion. There you go. I've turned my pain into, I know this because I've been there. Mm-hmm. I know what that feels like to lay in your bed and go, all right, God, what do you have for me now? Because I feel like I'm bleeding out. What do you do now? How do... And I've helped hundreds and hundreds of men and women go through this over over the years and so i want to i want to serve you i want to help you with that so if you check out the live life rich podcast a lot of those things are going to be announced there if you check out my website www.marissanielsen.com you'll be able to find those resources on there because i'm a resource center that really does want to serve people that's the next level of my life is to serve in a different way and so i'm i'm very blessed and i'm blessed to be a blessing so thank you. Thank you for, for allowing me to, to share that information with your audience. I appreciate that so much, John. Thank you. Absolutely. And I can't highly recommend checking all those resources out that Marissa was talking about. But time is short, so we're going to cut through these final four super fast. Okay. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. The pressure's on. Here it comes. Okay. Here it comes. Number one is probably going to be the hardest one. Why did God create Marissa? To serve. To show love. To serve and to show love. Wow. It doesn't get any... It's simple but profound. All right. Question number two. What are you reading or listening to right now that's helping you grow? 
I am listening to a book called Principles, and it is a book by the number one hedge fund manager in the world, and it talks about decision-making processes and how it's helping me grow is I've actually, I got this thing all like highlighted up and it's crazy. I've ripped out pages, even it's I feel bad about that. <laughs> but I, I ripped out the pages cause I literally, I was like, I have to keep this with me. I can't take the whole book. I need the page. Mm-hmm. And um, principles for them was how they make decisions and how one makes a decision based on design and algorithm and really taking businesses to a whole next level of of how do we design that and so the principles in a decision making process was really the key for why I bought that book mm-hmm. but the the bigger item for me in this principles book is really looking about how do i utilize every facet of how i'm designed mm. To, to leverage, which leverage just means maximize, to maximize that to, for the people I come in contact to have highest and best use. How do I maximize my life today? I truly believe my life is no longer my own. I believe that God has called me to serve in this way, to speak life in this way, and that as I do that every day with my people, the people that I come in contact with, that is not by accident. Nothing just happens. So I want to help them. I want to equip them, teach them, teach a man how to fish. I want to teach a man how to fish. I don't want to fish for you. I want to, fi- I want to teach you how to fish. There you go. Okay. What's your favorite thing to do with your kids? Uh, family dinners. I am, a, I am an avid family dinner game night mama. And so I love stuff like that. And I actually have two things. Family dinners is one game nights uh, is part of that, but I love to travel with them. I've traveled all over the world with my daughter and shown her new experiences. Mm. And I'm very, very intentional about where we go and what we do. Very cool. And lastly, what are you most grateful for? I, I am most grateful that God chose me. I'm, I'm most grateful that I know I am never alone. Mm. I am called I am equipped, I am sourced and resourced. And I believe that for you, if you're listening today. I believe the same thing for you, that you are called, you are sourced, you are resourced, you are equipped, you are not alone. Mm -hmm. And I am most grateful that I was given the eye-opening experience to know that 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 is what fuels my soul. It is what fuels my soul. Well, Marissa, thank you very much for taking the time to share so much with us. And I feel very confident in saying that once the listeners are able to listen to this, they would love to have you back again because there's so much more I know we could talk about. (laughs) Hours and hours, John. Hey, thank you so much. Thank you all for having me today. I, I wish you well. I hope you live life rich. I hope you take your relationships and your revenue to a whole nother level after this. John, you have an amazing audience. So thanks for allowing me to speak into them and be with you today. I appreciate it so much. You have a great day. Thank you. I appreciate that. Everybody, thanks for tuning in. We'll talk to you next time. And remember, passion gets you started. Purpose keeps you going. Bye, everybody. Thanks for listening to Relationships and Revenue. I'd love to get your thoughts on the show. Two ways you can do that are to give us a rate and review and or connect with me on social media. You can find me at John Hewlin. Thanks again for listening. And remember, passion gets you started. Purpose keeps you going. Have a great day, and we'll see you next time. Bye.